Are we? Are we? It's recording. Good. Oh wow! Wow! Here we go, guys. Right, here we go. This is it. Oh man! Well, well. Let me just say to 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 no one and my friends here. Welcome to our first recording of this podcast. Woo. Yep. I think maybe yeah. we should probably turn our phones on silent. Yeah, oh, yeah, and, and you know what, yeah. folks at home, I would do the same because you're not gonna want to be uh, distracted unless you're listening to it on your phone. Yeah, if you're listening to this on your phone, <laughs> you might wanna you might wanna keep it in the throw your loud, the, the on. Yeah, I think you should throw your phone on position. Get rid of your phone. Yeah. What do you think they're listening to this? To what? Like honestly, what probably nothing. <laughs> <laughs> probably <laughs> SoundCloud. Yeah. SoundCloud. They got phone stuff for SoundCloud. Yeah. Yeah. What if someone's listening to this like in like a in, like an archive on our website, like, like in five the, years in from the now? future? Yeah. Uh, it could be. Yeah. Well, that probably know, owe a couple yeah. apologies. Or maybe we'll be listening mm-hmm. to it Sorry, five years from now and be like, oh <laughs> yeah. man, what were we doing? Speaking <laughs> of apologies, you know, we'll oh, we'll sad. get to that. We'll get to that later. Um, let's. I'm I'm Nate Grop here. I'm a comedian. This is uh, my my buddy, my co-host. <laughs> Austin Fry. Hey, everybody. Hey, it's yeah. The, yeah, the Twitch over here. Yeah, the Twitch. <laughs> the kid Showbiz. Call me the Twitch. Kid oh. Showbiz and the Twitch. Yes. We got our uh, producer, Micah, Micah Faulkner, over there. He's waving. waving. He's, yeah, he just waved like a classy, classy lad. And our first guest, uh, Dan Sabri. Hey. How's it going, everybody? Dan? I'm going to punch in some applause. Yeah, yeah, right. oh, that'd be yeah. that'd be that'd that, be a good spot be for that. Yeah. yeah, can you do that every time someone says my name? <laughs> yeah, just follow me around. With <laughs> That'll be your gimmick. Every, every time, time someone says so your Dan. name, wrong. <laughs> <laughs> What's it like being Dan? <laughs> I mean, it's all right. It's not bad. <laughs> I enjoy it. I purposely mispronounced Dan's last name. I was gonna. I was like, man, I don't want to. <laughs> not this again. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I did an anecdotal experience with Joey Bertoff, and he's such a sweetie pie, and he kept saying Dan Sabri, and I was like, I don't have the heart to tell him that that's not my name. <laughs> <laughs> That's so amazing. Well, I mentioned to you, it would have been like perfect if you just let him do it wrong the entire oh, yeah. time and then corrected him at like, the very that end of the podcast. That would have been funny. like, you know what, Joe? You need to know something. You know it's Seabree, <laughs> you know right? Do you know that? Yeah. Just sinks in. Yeah. God, fuck. Get with it. So, uh, yeah. we. I'm gonna be, I'll be totally honest. We're not sure, folks, what this podcast is about yeah. yet. Uh, Honesty is good. Yeah. <laughs> Honesty is a good policy. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's definitely probably going to be about uh, comedy. Yeah. I mean, have, are there comics doing podcasts talking about comedy? Uh, are they? Is this out there? I don't, I don't think, think so. so. People doing this? No. I think we're the first. Yeah. So I think we're new. And probably the last. Yeah. So that's this. That's a novel thing that we're going to have a lockdown on. Yeah. Uh, a lot of topics. A lot of we're going to explore themes of friendship. <laughs> yeah. And comments. Comments. Questions. Concerns. Fears. Phobias. Anxieties. Yeah. 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 What'd you say? Skateboards. Skateboards. Yeah. Did you like you skateboard or did you? Skateboard? Not at all. I, oh, I, I had a Pokemon skateboard. And oh nice. Oh man, that's that's like worse than not skateboarding. Yeah. Well, I wasn't real good. I was afraid of falling off, so I didn't right. really fuck with it too much. I had a Gundam yeah. wing skateboard. That is tight. Skateboard. I love Gundam so much. And then I got like a real one, where it was like actually. You got a real Gundam? No. Oh, I wish. <laughs> I had a yeah. Dragon Ball Z skateboard. That's tight. No, I'm kidding. I'm just uh, doing the one anime one up. Well, oh, okay. You, know, you shouldn't have lied to us. So went from Pokemon to Gundam to, yeah, yeah. to the Dragon Ball Z. And Mike is like, I had a He-Man skateboard. Yeah. <laughs> Mike is like, I fucked girls. We're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> but I think you also skateboarded, didn't you? I, I did. Uh, my, I had the the true poser board of the era, uh, oh. which was the Jason Jesse as a Santa Cruz skateboard. Ooh. Um, it, had the, it had the coolest graphic on the bottom <laughs> of it. It was a giant Neptune graphic um, but it weighed like twice as much as any uh, skateboarder on the market at the time so yeah. it was basically impossible to be a skateboarder on it right um, so I looked really uncool with a really cool looking board <laughs> uh, it was like the Lords Balanced of Town movie where they were they like, yeah it was kind of that Jesse yeah. and uh, Stacy Peralta and all those old guys and like they're doing a competition they're just doing like kick turns and they're like oh my god he did the best kick turn I've ever seen <laughs> and like just doing jumps and then nowadays people are like doing magic with their feet I tried to get into that whole thing because I, I got real into uh, Blink One Eighty Two. Who didn't? I'm, right? being, I'm being completely serious. I got real into Blink One Eighty Two, and that was like the band, the first like rock band that I identified with. And I remember just like some kid was like, "Yeah, man, like you." Some somehow I got it in my head that like I was a poser if I didn't skateboard. 
Right. And I was like, which is ridiculous. Like, you can't just like music. No. You That's gotta, the opposite. Yeah. If you think you understand. I like metal, so I guess I can't. You just like the music for music's sake. I like metal, so I guess I have to be a Viking. Because i got to start wearing horns now. Bleeding all over the place. I started trying to skateboard because I thought Bam Margera was cool. Oh, yeah. Total honesty there. I was like, Bam Margera's a badass. I'm going to be like, He got away with so much shit. Oh, my God. I don't know how his parents like. Who is that? Bam Margera. Bam Margera. He's oh, a. Uh, you ever watched like Diva LaBam or like or like Jackass? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't never watch that. I mean, CK, I watched. CK, the, CK, all that stuff. It was never my thing. I was I was more of a sitcom guy, back back CK, then. Why? When that was happening. Okay, that was like that. I watched like I was a gener like when I was growing. That was a generation where it was like, don't do this, and I was like, I'm gonna do this. Right, like, exactly. Because <laughs> you are yeah, you're 22, right? 23. 20. God damn, I'm still the youngest. All right, well we're about the same age, <laughs> yeah. so. Yeah, I'm that's the shit back then. You should. You older. seriously haven't seen Jackass? I've seen the movies, but like it used to be a TV show. And like I, I know it was a TV stuff. show. I don't. I. I mean, I was just never into that. Like the Too practical. Mean? I think so. Probably. I'm kind of a, a softy, yeah. and it just. I don't know. I really liked, like sitcom, like written out. Like okay. I really watched a lot of Seinfeld. I started watching Seinfeld when I was seven. I watched Frasier. I watched Friends. Like I would watch all the reruns of like the 90s sitcoms when I was like in probably the time that was coming out which would be early it's 2000s late Mr. 90s Mr. Structured Comedy over here that's yeah I mean oh guy's getting hit yeah. in the dick no thank you but I will take it let's hear some wordplay folks <laughs> <laughs> nah man I like the sitcoms too I just like I was a softy too but like when I cause I, I can't I would never do that cause I'm a pussy so I, I was like that's so cool and hilarious you should really watch them in Bad Grandpa's fucking. Well, I've seen I've yeah. seen the movies. Okay. I've, I've seen and I did laugh very hard. I don't think that I'm like, oh, I'm above. I was gonna Jackass, say Jackass, or it's not. I used hilarious. to want to be in Stuff's Jackass. Amazing. I used to record myself doing stupid stunts. Yeah. I was like, besides getting hit in the dick, so and it looks really fun. Like, yeah, yeah, I would just, like just jump off stuff. Like, yeah. no, it wasn't that high. I was like, that was fucking badass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, did I, you see the dive I took from that ottoman, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I on both feet. I used, to take a, I used to take a bunch of pillows and put it at the end of my stair, like our staircase, and I would jump and like try to do tricks and like like and like land in the pillows. And I was I, like, I would record myself doing it, and I'm like, I'm the coolest, and like I'm gonna do a flip, and then I like, I would like get my back against the wall, fall <laughs> down. Brutal. Yeah, I just never, I never. I played yeah. video games, man. Well, I did that too. I did a lot of video games. Yeah, you ever take two skis and attach them to the bottom of a couch and then take it down a big hill in the public <laughs> no. park? It no. Like oh, did you do that? Yeah, man. Dude, you had friends, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I did. That's not like a group project. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I did it by myself. I just like one sad kid yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jill's Hill too, like in the Carmel. So like it's it, it take it's like a long way to get to the hill. So if you, you just pushed it and just by myself, just pushing it all the way to the hill. <laughs> At no point you're like I should turn around. Yeah. Like halfway, I'm like, oh, this isn't worth it. I'll just leave the couch here. <laughs> you got some dead air here, Grop. Come on, yeah, yeah, yeah come, come on, on Grop. I got my my DP, my Dr Pepper. Yeah. Uh, so I'm well, we're meeting everybody. I'm the comic. Austin's a comic. Micah into comic books. Yeah. Also, an older guy. <laughs> yeah. Tell, well, tell us about that. Yeah. How's that going? How's, Do how's I being the sage on the show? <laughs> yeah. How does it feel to be counting down your last days? That's <laughs> well, I actually just had my forty-first birthday. No shit. You don't look fit. Hey. Like yesterday. No, it yeah. was. Yeah. Cinco de Micah. Cinco de Micah, and uh, <laughs> it's the first year where, like, you know, the old expression like "over the hill" and "keep on rolling." That's forty. 40 is over the hill, so they get you the black balloons, and it's a big right. birthday party mm. and stuff. But 41, there's no fanfare. Um, it's the just the keep on rolling part of it. So that's it's it's the first birthday of true mortality awareness. Mm. Okay. Just the looming the, specter of death. Like, it's the last of yeah. it. You realize that, the, it's all the you sand in the hourglass, like the top of it's less than the bottom right, right. one. Right, right. Like, oh, yeah, so, uh, See, I'm 22. I'm like, this cannot get better, can it? Like. Mm. Nope. I already nope. feel my own. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Like now, this is it. This is it. Your like, body, no. you, Twenty-two is when your body starts to shut down. Okay. Really? So, yeah. So I figured. Really? Really? My oh, back shit. sore. Shut down? Shut down? It's in an awful way. You'll notice. <laughs> you can feel it. I've got a leg for six Be 23 weeks. and be like, well, my body's starting to shut, shut down. down. <laughs> there are people 23 like who are playing basketball. It's like, he's in the prime of his game. You're like, nah, he's... Shut her down. Shut her down, boys. Some guy who's 18. He's on the way out. Some guy who's 18, you only got four more good years. He's like, what are you talking about? 
<laughs> no, dude. It starts to shut. I haven't had soda in 18 years. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? about? Yeah, it's, uh, better have. I mean, the back of my head hurts sometimes, like when I cough and stuff. And like, I know. You should probably get that checked out. I don't know. Like, I, I, I'm kind of like, yeah, it will fix itself. And then, probably, and, then, uh, uh, and then it doesn't. This is so. Um, yeah, Austin, you want to tell us about the uh, the finger incident? Uh, I got my fingers. Which sounds sliced. really positive if you don't know. <laughs> if you don't finger know what it's incident. about. There's no. one finger left. It didn't involve. What was her name again? Ha <laughs> 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 Zap, zap, zap. It's Hobart. That's the name of the meat slicer. Actually, the company. I got I got them sliced off on the meat slicer, like oh. the tips. Jesus. This podcast brought to you by Sub Sixteen, the freshest. I don't know if of we, can, <laughs> we should. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, for anyone listening, uh, that's just. A random collection of words and names we made up, yeah. and not the name of a business. No, it's not. No, you might have to bleep that. Anyway, yeah, I would bleep that. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you so know. you're working as a, at an unnamed sub restaurant, yeah, sandwich emporium. <laughs> okay, as an yeah. artist in rural Indiana, as a sandwich artist. Yeah, I don't think you can say sandwich artist. I think that's worse than saying the one that we said. Well, sandwich artist, I'm pretty sure is trademarked by Subway. Subway. Sandwich yeah. artisan. Yeah, but they gotta deal with that kid fucker guy, so they're probably yeah. not really worried. Yeah, he's from here too. <laughs> no shit. Really? This yeah, he's town, from like, right here. Like, oh, he's he was from arrested here. in Zionsville. Huh? Really? Like, uh, I knew he went to the high. same town that the sandwich shop that we're talking about was in. Right. Okay. Coincidence? I guess uh, so. Yeah. Totally <laughs> 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 a coincidence. Coincidence? Most likely. Probably. Yeah. In my it is not experience. a sandwich mecca of any yeah. kind yeah. or anything. It's not like this. Indiana's known for its sandwiches. Well, of course, Jared. Of course, Jared became the spokesman of Subway. He was the greatest sandwich eater of Sandwichland, northern Indianapolis. That was dumb. Yeah. Well, so so you cut your finger off? Not all the way off. Just like I sliced kind of where the tips are, and yeah, I went to the hospital and they stitched it back up, back up, back up. Yeah, and I don't really have the feeling a whole lot anymore. That's exciting. Yeah. It sucks. Is that the same? <laughs> it really sucks. Is that your was that your probing finger that you used to feel things with the most? This one, yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah. Like you were gonna test the texture or something. Yeah. And that's the one you'd use. Yeah. Like, oh, that's just done for. I mean, I mean, like it's yeah, my probing <laughs> finger. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah, you're probing for you. You just touch that's stuff. That's <laughs> Sandpaper. Ooh, soft. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's my pointer so finger. We should do all, physical, we should do yeah, all right. physical humor on this podcast. Yeah. That yeah. That's what I was saying. Is we should do a slapstick yeah. show. Folks, you had yeah. some missed some great gags just now. Just like hit, hit stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm I'm a freak now. <laughs> Are you okay, buddy? I'm, yeah, I'm fine. You're I'm less than over. human for sure. It's kind it of was a, it was a year ago, so you know. Was it a year ago? Yeah. You still have that. You still have that thingy on it. This thing it helps shape it, like it helps like it's still healing. I'll show you stuff. what it looks like. Whoa. Hey, yeah, let me show you. More bizarre than I thought it was. Let me see your fucked up gross finger. So this one's there. Ah! <laughs> Guys, it's gross. They, <laughs> they took, they took yeah. skin from my arm here and then. Oh wow! Right it's like for the serious yeah. than I for the folks listening, oh, uh, like it's not just Austin like a is a no. hideous freak. <laughs> it is weird looking. I like, uh, this thing kind of helps it move down and like kind of shape it to look like more. Like are they gonna look kind of Tim Burton? Or? It's kind of what it's got to feel. Of. I have no idea. Yeah, well, well that probably helps when you does have a yeah, no, it like, tattoo. It's like a little bit up, so like if I have like a little little bump ridge. <laughs> oh, I tried. Dude, yeah, if you say like get over here, oh dude, Squirt Town, that's where you're oh, going. Oh yeah, dude, Squirt Town, USA. One one ticket to Squirt Town, please, madam, madam. Yes, and I'll have like a little punch card. It's no instead of punching the card, they just like spray water in your face, like, <laughs> like a squirt bottle. <laughs> like you're a bad dog. Yeah. Talk about. And one of the craziest things I think this is when you were telling me about how when they decide to, someone's gonna die at the hospital. Oh, yeah. and your dad. I talked to my dad about. He's uh, a doctor. Yeah, folks. <laughs> he he just uh, kills people at hospitals. <laughs> I asked him about. He's um, a gardener, but he yeah. has a hobby. <laughs> You know, he's like, man, hopefully this gardening thing pays off so I don't have to fall back in this doctor thing anymore. <laughs> yeah. I mean, doctor, hope... Gardening's my passion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully, you know. But yeah, he's a, he, uh, I asked him about what it's like to, like, kill somebody in a hospital. Not, like, with a gun, but, like, with, <laughs> or, like, a knife, but, like, with, you oh, know, like, if you're on the machine and you're, you're like, he's, he's, uh, he's not going to come out of this. And he's like, you have to pull the plug. And I was like, what's it like pulling the plug on somebody? And he's like, well, I don't really do it. And it's not really a plug; it's just like a switch on the machine. So it's like your computer, like shutting down. Like you're, you just you just turn off the switch. Like, a, and I was like, 
Is it on the machine or is it on the wall? Because if it's on the wall, that sucks. Because like you could like accidentally hit the lights. Like I would turn on the fan. Like oh shit, there goes dad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's not two buttons like with the football with the president and stuff. It's just like anybody. Can just no, like I, there's. Buttons. It's not like two nurses come in with keys and like turn it at the same time and then like push a button. Or at least two thumbs, right? Yeah. I mean, you would imagine at least that level of security would be there. Yeah. Well, apparently that's a big thing. Like janitors will sometimes come in and like will unplug the machine like oh, somehow like with like their mop or something. That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, so people will Those die. People want fifteen dollar yeah. an hour. <laughs> <laughs> My God, what is this country coming to? Jeff, we want to give you fifteen an hour, but uh, you got rid of three grandmas. Like, it's just it's too many. But they were grandmas. Serial killer. They were on the yeah, way out. <laughs> like, give me your card, and he hands him a card, and he he does like a punch. It's got like a skull and crossbones on it. Yeah. Like, you got four punches. You got to You got to uh, Whatever. Uh. But I was like, so like, so who who does the switch? Who, and then he goes like, oh, some nurse. <laughs> like just some nurse. Like Betty, that, that bitch. <laughs> some nurse walking by. Hey, can you come in here and can you kill this person? Hey, real can quick? you uh, murder real quick? <laughs> Oh yeah, I think I have time. Yeah, can you do me a murder real fast? Yeah. I'm tied up. So it's like just some nurse, like any nurse, and he's like, yeah, or just whoever's closest to the switch. Jesus, why? So it's just like anybody. <laughs> just, hey Billy, I know you're upset, but could you go ahead and uh, hit that switch for me? Like, just click it. That'd Man, be great. Down. It's ridiculous. Like if it really was like a plug, and like he ripped it out of the wall, dramatic, like knocked the fucking thing over, like I can't believe I failed. Just kicks it over and storms out. <laughs> and Billy's like, well, this is probably gonna be a lot harder for us than it is for you, buddy. Yeah, he's ridiculous. He's he, you know. It's he says it's tough being a doctor because people come in. Well, it's not you know, like money is fine, but yeah, like I know a lot of stuff too. Yeah, um, people will come in. Washing. Yeah, a lot, of, a lot of glove work. You know, you got to talk to. He says it's tough because you like people think just because they go to the doctor that means that they're gonna get better, but like you go to a doctor for them to be like you should do this. You're like this is what's wrong with you. Take these or you should do this, and like or they do surgery. And he's like people come in, and like. Regular patients, and he, come, he comes in, and I, I heard him do this before. He's like, hey, have you quit eating so much? He's like, they're like, no. He's like, have you quit smoking? He goes, no. And he goes, well, what do you, <laughs> what do you want me to do? <laughs> I told you. This is the two things. And he says it's, it's also tough because sometimes people are like, he's like, hey, if you do this, this, and like, and this, like, he's like, people like 70 or whatever, like, you can live like five more years, but if you don't, you're not going to live that much longer. And they're like, all right. And they're like, I'm just going to keep doing it. And he's like, but you could. Like, you just have to learn to accept, like, you want to help and fix people, but you also have to just learn to be like, well, that's what they want to do. Like, if they want to, like, not do it, then... Yeah, I, I like an angry doctor. I like a doctor that's like, yo, stop being a fat piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, I like that. Like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. I, I think yeah. it's hilarious. Because I think, I don't know, everyone's like, oh, everyone's so PC and sensitive, which is like, that's fine. Like, be, yeah. that's a good thing. But I like it when a doctor's like, stop being a piece of shit. <laughs> Get your shit together, you dumbass. <laughs> I was worried for him, just like doing phone calls, like calling old people. I'm like, hey, you have an appointment? And they're like, let me check the calendar. And I'm like, all right. And then, but like, I would be in the back, and then he'd come out and like talk to a nurse, and he's like, this fucking guy, like, he just doesn't listen. <laughs> like, I'm telling him all the time. I'm sure it does get frustrating. These idiots. And like, <laughs> he'll throw down his notebook and be like, god damn it. I get frustrated at his doctor's notebook. So, uh, ancient Egypt, let's talk about it, right? Nile River. Yeah. Hieroglyphs. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that stuff's out there. Yeah. All right, this has been the Egypt portion. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was one of the topics, right, Micah? Yeah, I, I, I was thinking we would we, we we could create a list of topics that would frame the show in some way, so it's not just. I think. I mean, you guys. What got it has good, been? You guys got some good <laughs> shtick that, yeah. that, that you can free ball, but figured next week you guys will be stumped, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Nothing will have happened right. in between. So, mm -hmm. um, so there were there were a number of topics that I had framed around the okay. antiquated um, game of Trivia Pursuit. So, Dan, being the guest, I want to ask you, uh, what do you think about space? What do I think about space? Yeah. I think it's groovy. Good. But also scary. Yeah. <laughs> but cool. I'd be tight to live on Mars. You think so? I think so. Yeah. Well, it'd be like a problem, right? Because you can't breathe. Well, I've never been to Mars. That would so be know. problematic. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny if you just got to Mars like, hey, we can breathe. Oh, oh shit. We don't even need sweet helmets. Yeah. <laughs> well, so we're still wearing them because they're cool. Yeah. But... It's a fashion statement. No, I like space. I don't know. It's always like every time I see like anything, like any space pictures, I'm just like, wow, I do not matter at all. Oh, <laughs> it's brutal. I, I have a very good friend, or not very good friend, <laughs> well, an old friend who's a, who's a flat earther. 
And so her oh, belief yeah. about Wait, space is, yeah, like she's she an old friend because she told you she's a flat earther. No, 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 no. She's no. an old friend because she's <laughs> but then, it was that kind of thinking. She was, that that friend. Friend. she was born in 1437. She is an old friend. <laughs> but she her 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 belief about still not sold on this Columbus guy. <laughs> her belief about the, the 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 size and dimensions of space is that it's very small. That space is like real, literally a firmament right outside our atmosphere, like only like a mile up or something like Does that. Does she know that that is not true? She does not know that that's that not true. Weird. At the same time, though, do we really know for sure that that's not true? Like, I'm yes. not people in lab coats have yes. told me so. I believe them. I'm I not saying, it. but but think think about it this way. And I'm just I'm just you know let's go down on a limb. Just you know throwing some ideas out there. But I mean, if if we were living in some sort of like weird Truman Show esque reality where the whole point was to like make sure that we don't understand the nature of the place we are, like. Our everything about that we're taught would be fundamentally, like serving to keep that it to maintain that ignorance. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. I know, like, I like that. I forget if it's like the Greeks or the Romans or something like that. They figured out the Earth was round because they saw the like the shadows on the moon. Mm. They were like it's spherical. They're like that wouldn't happen if it wasn't. Yeah. Like that's how they figured it out. Like that's amazingly smart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like had no idea. And then you're That's, like, hey, look at that. That means that the Earth is round. And like, and people are like, oh, yeah. Like, it's like they're amazing scientists yeah, yeah. and stuff. Like That's that. one of the things that always amazed me when you learn about like people in the ancient antiquity world as they're like still discovering all this stuff that we take for granted. Is like you think like they like look at the skies and they figured out math or like the distance between this because of the way this star moves. And you're just like, how the? I wouldn't even begin to know like just from not imagine not knowing anything basically. And then just like staring at the sky yeah. for a few weeks starting and being like, just yeah, starting with just like I, I don't even know how to like I couldn't do that right now, yeah. knowing like with my phone. Like they, they say yeah. that like Stonehenge is like a calendar device that like tracks the stars and stuff. Imagine the pitch that you'd have to present to a Jesus. bunch of savages. Oh, like, yes. look, there's this Plastic thing that I have pitch. in my head. It's like math. They're like, oh. <laughs> He's like, no. It's like, see, if you look at the stars out there, they're actually the same. Like every night, but they move just a little bit. Like, oh. <laughs> like what I'm gonna need is all you guys to pick up this giant rock yeah. and move it miles away <laughs> up onto this thing. Yeah. I mean, how do you sell that Whoa. to the Celts or whoever it was yeah, that did that? Buying pizza. I'm not. I'm not convinced that uh, here's where we go because I don't know. I, I think you guys might know. That I'm a bit of a conspiracy mm-hmm. wing wingnut job guy. Wingnut job guy. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. A wingnut's <laughs> like a tool. Yep. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. that describes me perfectly. <laughs> uh, one of the like, I'm not convinced that I don't know if I really buy the whole the slaves built the pyramids thing. Slaves did oh, not build the they, pyramids. They actually, okay. they didn't. That's not well, historically, historically it's, yeah, it's I'm not, let's, let me rephrase that. I'm not convinced people built the pyramids. That is a weirder thing to say. I guess. <laughs> like when you're like, the slaves didn't build the pyramids. Yeah, they, uh, the Egyptians have no record of that. Good job. That's mm-hmm. right. But this, that'd be tight though if the aliens built it. I mean, I've, I've read multiple times that like, they re- like we really don't know how they did it. Like that, we can't recreate the conditions or like the same That's type true, of structure. But we also don't know how like the Romans built domes. You know, like we don't know how they did it, so it doesn't mean like space aliens did it. That's you true. I mean? That's a good point. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, pyramids are much more mysterious than so, domes. So do you think space yeah. they ar- they lined up with uh, Orion's belt? I believe, mm-hmm. which is also fucking crazy. Stonehenge is another thing. The Easter I- there's oh, here's but that would only that would only be weird if if the Egyptians couldn't see Orion's belt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like if that was on like I guess. the other hemisphere or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Know, it seems like if you watch enough ancient aliens or read about all this garbage, eventually it seems like there's a strong connection between yeah. Egyptian culture and the whole ancient aliens. I think it's theory. funny to think that an alien comes down and goes, Hey, you know be great? We'll do this. We're gonna be like, they're not gonna know dirt mouths. Yeah. <laughs> Giant dirt mouths. Trolling is pretty hard. Yeah. I like it. They're traveling millions of miles away just to build a bunch of rocks. Like this is gonna—they're not gonna know what to do. They're playing <laughs> intergalactic ding well, dong. There ditch. might there might be a purpose that we currently could not comprehend or yeah. imagine ourselves. It's super interesting. I always thought, like I don't know about you guys, whenever I heard of some like ancient guy, I would just think that they're dumb. 
you know. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it makes way more yeah. sense. Like, <laughs> like if I go back to the year like one thousand, people are just gonna be like, Dur, er, like, and I'm like, hey, you guys want to talk? And they're like, talk. And I'm like, no, nah, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, alright. And then like I, th- I remember like, oh yeah, they built things, and like some of them actually were smart. Yeah, well, like, dude, like the fact that like we think certain things like the like Plato and Aristotle completely shaped the entire Western culture. And yeah, we think mm-hmm. like that's fucking insane. Just a couple dudes Two had dudes. some weird ideas. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's like, we're going to roll with that for the next 2,000 years. Here's a weird one for you. Um, Amoeba. You know what an amoeba is, right? Yeah. So the way amoebas reproduce is they just like kind of get too fat, and Mm -hmm. then they split in half. We're on our way. With either mitosis or meiosis, something from science class. (laughs) Aurosis. There's a a M word where they split. Um, Mammogram. I don't think it's mammogram. But they split in half, and they both have the same identity. Right? right? They just have the same genetic code. They double the genetic code and split. So if amoebas were conscious, they would remember back all the way to the beginning of the very first amoeba. Whoa. Whoa. Amoebas are immortal. That's nuts. Would it be Isn't scary though? Like when you split? Like would it hurt? <laughs> <laughs> Bro. <laughs> That's tight. That's <laughs> You're That's welcome. pretty cool shit. <laughs> So I think we've exhausted space <laughs> yeah. as right, a, a topic. That's enough space talk. <laughs> I mean, we, we talked about some stuff like my, space. My, my, my great uncle designed the lunar module. That's pretty cool. Really? really? Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, I have a smart family. It's weird. What did he do with it? Uh, he, um, like he, he and like four other fellas, they... Just like designed it and then built it. Just four other fellows. Four other just fella. for, like, just fellows. Hey, I, I got the gang together. Yeah, like, hey, we're building. Well, like none of them went to college. <laughs> That's awesome. Did. Yeah, it's nuts. Like he was not like he, he's a brilliant dude, but he, like, wasn't formally. I don't think he was formally. Maybe he probably was. I'm probably just dumb as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the off chance that Grandma listens to the podcast yeah. is like, she's, she's, what are you talking about? <laughs> he he went to Yale. <laughs> He sent you a college. shirt. <laughs> I got a full ride though, so my mom was like mad pissed when I dropped oh, out. Yeah. Oh wow, well, yeah. She's like, "You just squandered your future." I was like, "Yeah, well, it didn't look that great anyway." <laughs> Fuck you, mom. I, I was double majoring jokes. in history and philosophy. Who gives a shit? I majored in philosophy too. Oh yeah. I thought it was cool until that's weird. I was also philosophy. I almost, <laughs> I almost switched to philosophy. <laughs> I thought it was cool until like we would like you would do like a class just on like one guy. And it's like, here's this one guy, and you're like, this guy's really, like, upset. It's hard to trudge through, like, this thing where it's like, yeah, nothing matters and shit. And, like, but, like, it's, all, like, books about it. And, like, mm-hmm. and, like, the, and, like, I would just get sick of, like, hearing about, um, yeah. like, the, just the utter, like, depressing sadness. And I'm like, yeah, I already feel this way normally. I don't want to. Yeah, so that's why I can't. I used to listen to, like, a bunch of hipster music yeah. all the time. Used to. Yeah, well, it's still kind no, of... You're on that yeah. big hip-hop kick. Yeah, well, I switched to hip-hop, because I'm like, I can't... hipsters never listen to old-school hip-hop? hip-hop. No, I'll, it's still like NWA, Dr. Dre, yeah. Outkast, and stuff like that. <laughs> no, but I mean, like... <laughs> I can't listen to another bitchy, whiny, white dude complain about something, because it's like, this is yeah. making me sad. It's not yeah. good for you. You gotta listen to super confident black people complain about real stuff. Yeah, yeah. it's just like, yeah. Like how the rents p- do, when you can't pay the rent. <laughs> or the... Police murdering yeah. your friends. Yeah, it's very gonna come, <laughs> come take your dog away. Yeah, yeah. That's well, grunge is really what ruined it for everybody. I like old, like, yeah. like old Nirvana blues. and Pearl Jam are wholly responsible for this whiny culture. That you, I mean, up until then, it was like leather pants and teased hair. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, it was yeah. like which I prefer cocaine like... and girls. I mean, like, <laughs> and I like how can we dress like, like them? Too? How we dress like them too? But I'd rather get to talk with you. Uh, that's so weird. That is a, actually I, my one of my good buddies in high school was huge into Guns N' Roses. That was his favorite band, and he was a really good musician. He played guitar. I uh, loved like a lot classic rock. Loved the Rolling Stones. All of course, you know the Who. He hated hated Nirvana because he saw Nirvana as being like the destruction of what he loved. Yeah. Because like that was where like all this when Nirvana happened, they just made Guns N' Roses look like these. Like buffoons, like yeah. these court jesters, mm-hmm. and like it's like no man, we're doing art. Jim Brewer on Open Anthony talked about the death of Guns N' Roses, and he said that the tour that Guns N' Roses did with Metallica was a really big player in yeah. that because Guns N' Roses headlined and Metallica, oh, Metallica went before. 
No, and like, Faith No More opened up for both of them. Yeah. God. So you got so you got like Faith No More, which is like this progressive like you know heavy metal band. heavy band, and then you have Metallica like in like the one 90s. of the best like they got metal like, bands. Kill 'em All's yeah. out like Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets, Black Album. They're on top of the world. They're, they they're, fucking they're opened for Guns N' Roses. Yeah, Jeez. and so you got these heavy like hardcore like thrash metal fans. Who are there for, to see Metallica, and then you got like, I don't care, you know, like the take me down <laughs> to the paradise city. Like this, <laughs> I like this song. Like, it sounds like lounge yeah, music, like mom your, rock. Taking your gal out to the to Guns N' Roses, and so you got like these two clashing of fans. You got people who are, like shaking the fence and like and like doing mosh pits, and then you got these like, oh, what's going on? And like, it, like it was just like you could see like. Like and visualize like like the like the demise and like the rise of Metallica and Guns N' Roses. Where you could see them kind of meet, like go down and then meet and then see Metallica kind of go up. And there were shows sometimes where Guns N' Roses wouldn't even go on. I think. Oh yeah, yeah. Metallica no. would just play a double set. Jesus. And like my boss, who I worked for, said he went to that he went to one of those concerts. I think when they went to Jersey, mm-hmm. and he said he went there to see Guns N' Roses and he left a bigger Metallica fan because That's they were nice. bigger. My, my mom bought me tickets for that show yeah. and I sent them. I had her return them. Because, I mean, I had already I had already given up on them because I was right. like a true brother of metal. Guns N' Roses, all of them except for Faith No More. Yeah. Oh. Um, Faith No More was the only reason why I wanted to go, and it was only going to be a half hour set. So I was like, "That's stupid to spend seventy five dollars on tickets for me to go see a show where two bands that I don't like and one of them I outright hate now." Um, like Metall- I remember when Metallica Black album happened. I was this long haired scalawag shithead. Um, you looked good. I've seen the Facebook I pictures. Good. Yeah, but I remember my uh, my buddy Troy went in and did, they did a midnight release at the at the at the mall um, of the Metallica Black album, and he stood in line to buy the Metallica Black album, and he showed up back at this place we hung out at called the Fort, just back up in Detroit, um, and we listened to the Metallica Black album. We were like, yeah, there's like thirty of us, and we we're just listening to on this like hi fi, and yeah. we're like, yeah, this is awesome, and we're like listening to it, and it was uh, the same emotion that I felt. The first time that I watched uh, a Phantom Menace, mm. where it's like, "Yeah, Star Wars is yeah. back," but there's like a part in your stomach that like, "There's something <laughs> wrong, yeah. though," something and you just you thing. just believe so much. So we just <laughs> yeah. kept on listening to Enter Sandman over and over again <laughs> all day, and then we just like eventually listened to the whole album. We're like, "Yeah, that's the best," but all of us had in our the pit of our guts like, "There's something wrong," and it took I us months to realize, to be "Oh, like, uh, there are six power ballads on this album." Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? No solos. <laughs> like, what is yeah. going on? Yeah, if you, I know this is gonna sound. When I'm gonna start to say this, you guys are probably gonna hate me, but I already hate you. John Mayer and Keith Urban when they played "Don't Let Me Down," they mm-hmm. did like a live concert. Say what you will about both of them and their music, but those two motherfuckers are talented. Yeah, like it's insane. Like John Mayer is one of the greatest guitar players. I think John Mayer is very good. There's a reason he's playing with the Grateful Dead. Yeah, like but he's it's, fantastic. Do you think it's talent that does that or practice? I, it's a combination. Ooh, yeah, it's it's a practice, man. Combo. Yeah, like, I've, I've had people tell me that I'm talented before, and it always came off as dismissive. Like, you're so mm. talented. Like, Brent, I just drew a lot. Yeah. You know, you, you could be talented, too. Yeah, but I you think, know? like, you have to have, like, a natural propensity to be good at something, but, like, as long as you, like, work on it. Like, with stand-up, some people just, like, aren't funny, and, like, they work super hard, and they still, like, aren't that funny. But I think... But then there's the, on the other hand people that like start out and are not good, which is pretty much everybody. Mm. And then yeah, like, is there yeah. anybody that goes into comedy and it's just unnatural? That guy's always can always just go up and go. Yeah, there's I mean, a lot of people that are just natural, but I think that takes a lot of preparation. Like it still takes work. Yeah. yeah, it's not as it's never as easy. Like even the guys who I think give off that vibe, it's way less than what people think it is. Like even those guys still prepare. And, and I would argue maybe that these guys. I mean, there's something. As an art form, comedy as an outsider. Mm. Full disclosure, I'm not a comedian. Clearly, but um, as an art form, I think stand up is unique in the sense that it um, it uh, maybe blurs at the edges with what our standard social conventions are. So, like, we talk all the time, and part of being a person in our society is being funny. There's not a part of our society that's like drawing superheroes. There's not a part of our society that's just, you know, not everybody does that all the time. All of us talk all the time and all of us kind right. of think we're funny all the time. So yeah. all of that, you know, third grade being the class clown stuff is also preparation or practice. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's it. like there's different aspects. Like when I first started doing stand up, like I was more comfortable on stage just because I had I'd done like theater, like all like from like 
in sketch comedy from like so when I was eight until like eleventh grade in high school, and then like I was student body president. Like I did stuff in Boy Scouts. Like I always had, I always did public speaking. So like I was just way more comfortable than a lot of people up there. So all I really had to focus on right away was like jokes. Yeah. So that like that. Handy, so there's like certain yeah. aspects like people are more prepared yeah. for with stand up. Like you still have to like work on your stage presence and your timing mm-hmm. and your cadence and your jokes. But some people when they go up like are amazing joke writers already, and so they just have good jokes, but they're not good performers yet. On the other hand, you have people that are like amazing performers, but they don't really have the jokes. Yeah. So like some people, at certain aspects, they're better at when they start out. Yeah. You've got to identify what you really, really need to work on to like improve slightly in each category. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. you see somebody who has kind of a like a fucked up back like background and like family history, and they'll tell a couple of things just about it, and the people were like, "Whoa!" and they'll laugh at that like like first couple of times. So sometimes more people have more things to like to go off of. Uh, Miss Pat's a great example yeah. of that, where she's just got an incredible story. Yeah, yeah. So so there's like great storytellers, and then there are people who kind of like I feel like they sit down more and they actually like hash stuff out, and like and like set up punch tag tag, like new thing, and then tag on that callback, like you know that they, they kind of structure it. Whereas some people kind of they just like keep telling the story over and over again until it's like really good. Yeah, I mean, Jim Jeffries is a good example of a really good storyteller. Yeah, Jim Jeffries is fantastic. Miss Pat is great. Segura is really good. Yeah. I remember uh, one of my yeah has really good stories. One of my buddies before I was when I was doing comedy several years ago, like before I started like taking it seriously. I remember one of my friends like who is also a comic. I won't say who he is. I mean, it's not a negative thing. He's a great guy, but he was like uh, we were talking about comedy was like well you're you're real talented and it's like i knew what he meant by that because what he meant was you don't work hard and like right. i knew i understood the implication even back then and like looking back is like yeah he was right like i didn't work hard like i had right. i had a great framework for so i always had i never had people like hey man you shouldn't do this people was like yeah like you could totally do this if you work at it mm-hmm. it's a lot of work though and i was like is it i'm, I'm talented but it wasn't until, like, the last two years where I'm like, oh, I need to, like, really just, even though I'm talented, I have to down. work my ass off. Was it the word well? The grindstone. <laughs> what? Well, well, you're really talented. Is that, is that like, a, it's like when someone says, honestly, you know that they're not going to be honest. I hate to say this, but. That's, like, an interesting thing, though, because, like, I don't know, like, there's a, I think stand-up, like, it is like yeah, it's like gotta be funny. Like that's the main thing. But I think it's so much hard work. Like I don't know about you guys. Like I sacrifice like sitting down and like I barely write. Like but I'll just go up like every single night. Yeah, I try to go up every night and like I'll try to you know I try to have a new joke like you know as often as I can. Mm-hmm. And like I'm at, like I'm at the point now where I'm just in the pursuit of the next best joke fuck yeah because there are some people I know who I'm friends with and stuff they're like worrying about because they're better than me and they've been doing it longer they're worrying about like getting paid mm-hmm. going on the road you know like whether or not they're gonna get a hotel uh, and I'm more like I just wanna have a next killer joke that does really yeah. well that like, I like I'm trying I'm, I, <laughs> I'm, I need a new closer yeah. <laughs> like, exactly I need I don't wanna do the one I've been yeah. doing for like six seven and months. I think there's a there's like an interview or like a thing where Ari Shafir was doing like a three or four hour talk with like young comics at like the comedy store and he talked about how open micers are like the best like the hardest working writers or like they, they kind of are like no one writes more jokes than open micers because like you like you see people all the time it's like oh I gotta have new jokes people don't want me to you know yeah. they want well, to hear you don't have over you over don't again. have that groove yet like yeah. you don't know what your identity is so like mm-hmm. you're just writing a bunch of different jokes from different like perspectives or whatever different opinions but like right. certain yeah. com- like Joe List for example wonderful comic one of my favorite comics ever he's like I don't want to say he's one note but like his jokes are very much from like a, his perspective like you can tell yeah. very much like this is who he is this is yeah. how he thinks about things and so like you can follow his logic through that but it's like we're open micers so we're just like uh, f- yeah. <laughs> let's see if this idea works yeah. you know like so yeah. you don't have a clear perspective. Yeah. You know, like I'm doing more high energy, like dirty stuff, yeah. but I know in like fucking six months that's not gonna be what I'm doing. Right. Mm. But and it's he, weird to think that like like a joke you're doing right now that you're really proud of, you're not gonna be doing it a year. Like oh, that was kind oh, of yeah. bad. You're like I'm really proud of it because like I think it's good. I mean, oh, I, Bowers I, told me to cut a joke for my act last night, and it was a joke that was like has been one of my standbys where it's like something I only do generally at shows I want to do well. Yeah. And, like, when he said it, I was just like, you know what, you're right. I have outgrown that joke. I don't want to do that joke anymore. Yeah. Have you guys seen the documentary on Tim Minchin? 
No. No. You it's, told me about it. You said it was amazing. It's really cool. It's it, it, it's what I like it largely just because um, they happened to start following him before he became anything. So they were kind of like in the right place, right time. Um, so to, to see somebody rise to success on camera is kind of cool. Um, but uh, one of the things that you were talking about identity and your voice at the outset of it, he was like a nerd with an accordion. That was his shtick, yeah. and it wasn't going anywhere. And we then, all kind of syndrome. and he was gonna try to, yeah, he's kind of do like an emo Phillips type of thing mm-hmm. or whatever. Emo Phillips is a real fucking dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, and he uh, he he was gonna quit, and his wife was like, "You need to quit." He's like, "Can I take one more last shot at trying to be a comedian um, before I decide to go nine to five and like pay for my family and stuff?" And so then they went and hired a. Um, like an image consultant who like got his hair done weird and put the makeup on him, bought him an outfit. I mean, the whole thing was very, very planned. He spent thousands of dollars doing it, or not, whatever they, yeah, what they have in Australia, pounds, dong, dong. I don't know what they have. Kangaroos, yeah. kangaroo, <laughs> kangaroo belts, Irwins, Irwins. But and then and so he, he shorts. you know, and, and they go and they rent this. They rent this hall at this comedy festival and this big, beautiful piano and all this stuff. And he creates a set that's that rock and roller comedy identity. Yeah. Um, and that's his last shot. And it works. And he ends yeah. up... Well, that's the thing like with comics. Like, like you become like the guy. Or like like you listen to like, him on an interview. Like, oh, what would why, I wonder what Bill Burr's take Right, is. exactly. I wonder what, you know. Stephen Wright. Stephen Wright. I'm like, yeah. oh, I wonder, like, like you, can, you can have. Yeah, Stephen Wright doesn't have a take on yeah. anything. You else. can have, yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, that's the thing. It's like, like Brad Wenzel, I was telling you the other day. Like, Brad Wenzel? Or whatever. Is he French? Brad Wenzel. Oh. Brad Wenzel. Yeah. Uh, from Brad Michigan. Yeah. But no, that guy, one of the funniest fucking dudes we've ever seen, I'm sure. Brilliant joke writer. Yeah. But like, this thing, like, they're jokes. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, we don't that, know a lot about yeah, what like, he really thinks. What's really in it? Like, that would be. That's like a Dave Attell thing, too. Yeah, that's what Joe yeah. List was talking about last night. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, one of my favorite like things I've heard about that is I, I think that, I forget. I think it was Marin and Dimitri Martin were talking about that whole thing, and Dimitri said like in a way like there's something I think more honest about my style of comedy, which is I go out there and it's a very like it's very clear what happens. Like I tell you, I present to you a thought, an idea that I think is funny. And either you laugh or you don't. Mm-hmm. And either way it goes, we all know exactly what happened. Right. Like there's a certain type of like pure transaction about that style of comedy, which, you know, is really interesting. But again, there's guys who get tired of listening yeah. to that. Like I've heard people say like, oh, another like white guy telling, you know, smart one-liners like mm-hmm. is that right you know but i think i it is hard to do like the fact that brad does it and as good as he is for an hour or 45 minutes yeah. when he is is a fucking amazing especially yeah, I mean, for how young he is yeah i mean like you gotta be like <clears throat> like you can make fun of like like oh look it's yeah. another black guy talking yeah. about oh my friends do and like oh another white guy telling one-liners but if it works and they're good like yeah. it's undeniable well like, and it's I, just funny i mean yeah. one of the th- I, I used to teach english and one of the things in English classes that's kind of a truism is that when you teach Shakespeare, you teach tragedies. Um, right. And the reason being, largely, is because comedy is not funny. It's comedies uh, are so good. Though. Comedy is, they are. And most most scholars will tell you that his comedies are his best writing. Yeah. Uh, but you have to understand the context of that time to see why they work and stuff. And this is true uh, for the comedies from Aristophanes and so on. Um, comedy is in- innately topical. Um, it, the things that are funny now stop being funny over time. Um, but that gets less true. You got these hot Nixon jokes, folks. Right. I mean, like, <laughs> so if, if you it, make it, like, so comics. if you've got, if you've got, um, somebody like, um, um, I almost called him Tomator because I got a kid, um, Larry the Cable, cable Guy. guy. That's a very like zeitgeisty kind of humor. Perfect reaction. Just, ugh. I mean, like when he when when the blue collar comedy reaction. show came out, it was like a right place, right time. <laughs> that shtick struck a chord and people yeah. laughed at it and they liked it. But that alone couldn't last for fifty years the way yeah, Carlin I mean, I could. Think it's right? all about, like, he would someday, have to change or something. Someday context people might. Oh, sorry, Dan. Go ahead. It's like context and perspective. Like Miss Pat, for example. One of the reasons, like she is unbelievably funny, crazy talented, all that stuff. One of the reasons why she's so interesting to watch is because, like, yeah, we have not heard that perspective before. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. you know, so I think, like, with that redneck bullshit, like, honestly, like, say what you will about Jeff Foxworthy, that dude is a brilliant joke writer, and mm-hmm. for the quality of stuff that he puts out, and, like, for how long he's, like, he's very, very good. And, like, I don't necessarily like 
what he talks about or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like those guys, like they're all legitimately funny, great joke writers. But this is not my cup of tea. So, but like, yeah, that perspective hadn't been heard before. No one else is like, I'm a fucking redneck and I'm funny and like, and not just a, like I'm more funny in like a universal way. It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if I'm just a redneck. How was, amazing would it be if? Like Ms. Pat did Brad Wenzel jokes, that would you know, be like, insane. or like if for yeah. Dead Comics Party, Ms. Pat did like Hedberg. Oh, it's like Ms. Pat either do Patrice O'Neill or do Mitch Hedberg. Like yeah. either way, Patrice. he's so he's fun great. to watch. Well, I, I try to listen to like uh, Lenny Bruce, and it, like it's hard for me to like to to like listen and like get it because like it's it, it, even yeah, that it's like not, that's kind of a like that's not even you know Shakespeare era. That, mm. That's more recent, and it's sure. still. I'm like, I, well, yeah, it's, it's all content. Hard. Like Carlin, for me, like I will admit, he's one of the best comedians of all time. I don't really find him that funny. Like I just don't laugh out loud yeah. a whole lot. Like someone's told me that there's like one good prior special. Prior, forget who it is that said that, and I haven't watched all of them. Maybe I, that's prior is a lot like Kiss, where it's like you have to give props because he invented it. Mm-hmm. But I'd much rather listen to Guns N' Roses than Kiss. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, makes yeah. sense. I'd rather listen to Kiss, the new version of the again. thing. <laughs> Obviously, the guy who did it first is incredible, and you have to, like, historic, when, when you're in an art form, you have to give props to that, but it's also, like, like, when I was, when I was getting into comedy, like, I didn't want to listen to Buster Keaton, I wanted to listen to Mitch Hedberg, mm-hmm. you know? Like, yeah, well, there's I want to find the oldest version of There's an art thing, thing where, like, like, the, like, what's popular, and then whatever is going to be popular next is usually, like, a counter- Mm-hmm. To what like that like counter again he's he's doing a hand so, gesture for the audience out yeah, there that of course, explains yeah. visually the yeah. concept is he's explaining exactly so like you know like so, I mean like you have like like what we were talking about you have the hair metal and then like grunge comes in and goes oh we don't like that and then grunge and then like you know then all of a sudden DJs come and it's like we don't even use instruments and you're like alright like thumbs up you know? <laughs> like you know like and like in art too like if you study art history it's like alright so we got you know People who are like more focused on like the religion stuff, and then people are like, oh, we're going to focus more on uh, the human condition. It's like, oh, we're just going to put like little dots of paint. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super interesting. If you ever, yeah. you took, uh, you ever take art history? I took oh, one yeah. thing. Yeah, I took it in high Hardest school. class I took in college was. Yeah, I took AP art history, and we used like a master's level, fuck, like two mm-hmm. 600 page textbooks. It was insane. But that was one of the most interesting things. It's like, when, like, from 500 to 1500, like, what they were so obsessed about was, like, angles. Like, what it looks like from looking at something at this perspective. Like, yeah. that was the most important thing, was perspective. And then, like, when the Renaissance came around, it was all, like, about the human form. Like, capturing the real human form and, like, what it's like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, I think that's what's cool about jokes is, like, it's from this perspective. And then if you switch yeah. up later, like, well, what's it going to look like if we do it from this way? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. it's a totally different take on kind of the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, they're all just paintings. Yeah. You know what I mean, and like a lot of them are the same subject matter. Mm-hmm. And there are some paintings and like some art structures where like it looks like a different thing from both, like from different mm-hmm. sides yeah. and stuff like that. Like it's, you know, like yeah. And there's like sculptures and like it's it's weird to see like an art. I think a lot of art stuff like they're like whatever the new thing is is usually like a counter like like counterculture. Fuck you to, to the previous whatever. generation. Yeah, and yeah like it's even or... even in wrestling like WWE. There's a, there's a there's a thing <laughs> in in Madison Square Garden where like this thing called kayfabe. Which is like where you're trying to make it look like it's actually real, and like it's like oh like all these storylines are real. So like if a bad guy's doing an interview like on Fox or whatever, like he has to still be like a dick even though he's a nice guy. Yeah. And like there was like a they were doing that, and then there's a thing where theater. Yeah, the theater to it, and there's a thing like with uh, Triple H, Shawn Michaels, Kevin Nash, like in like this group called the Click, like they're in different companies, and then they all came out and like they just hugged each other, and there's like they're supposed to be enemies, but they're they're, they're actually friends. And they're yeah, they're buddies. Like, it's it's like, like, we're like, yeah. like this isn't spoke like, like what? Like oh, it, like I know it's fake, but they're they're admitting it's fake. <laughs> right. And it's like and that was like a counter. Like so, older wrestlers were like, that's not that's messed up. You gotta keep it like the way mm-hmm. it is. And then like like it was just a different. You know, like older fans are like, hey, keep it the way it is. And the newer fans are like, oh, something fresh and new. So like it's you know that whole. Thing that generational thing, so it's with mm-hmm. I think it's with everything. Yeah. Sure. You know? Sometimes, like if you ever study like impressionism, so you have impressionism, post impressionism, and then like it just keeps going down. So like, impressionism <coughs> is like we're gonna capture the form of this image. It's not gonna be the exact thing, but the form, right? Different perspective on it, and then like post impressionism, like uh, who's the fella? Van Gogh was like, I'm gonna fuck with the form even more, mm-hmm. and then you go like all the way down. Like I was in D.C. and there's like this is a lady, and it was literally just like pink, and then like. Just like yeah. pink blobs and like nipples yeah. and then yeah. like a bush. Like that was it. Like it was just like. And I then, mean, I guess yeah, that's a lady. I can see it. But, and then uh, some guys like fuck this. I'm into hyper realism now. Yeah, right. exactly. Bullshit. And then it just mm-hmm. yeah. you know. 
Hmm. The pendulum swings. Yeah, yeah same thing happens politically. But I think, but I think there's also, I mean, going along with that, um, there's the the, the, the the like representational art will always have a place. So you've got this kind of like back and forth of like the high art. Right. But there's also the the you know the portrait of the president is always we want the guy that can draw really good to do that, um, and that's always been so. Yeah, it's not no impressionist Bill Clinton. <laughs> right, you know, I mean, those words. things exist. But, um, there, and, and I think I think in comedy there's probably something true. Like, yeah, like there I are think... jokes, you know, there there's a certain kind of like pure yeah. like what you guys were talking about before. This kind of pure sort of abstracted joke. That's the joke itself. That's got the structure and the craft. Mm-hmm. Um, that transcends maybe like yeah. personality or shtick yeah there are jokes uh, now sure. where like people will do like do and, like and it's, a, it's a play off of how a joke is normally supposed to go sure yeah, yeah. like the rory scoble i know before rory oh, scoble yeah. does a joke, such a great joke where he um <clears throat> he, he asks the audience he's like he's like you ever have to take a poop in the in a in the he's like you ever had to take a poop in the bathroom at a grocery store before and he goes answer me like he yells at the audience <laughs> they're, they're waiting for him like to tell the joke but he just yells at him and they're like oh like that was a question like you're kind of you know, like yeah, like yeah. I think I think like with painting, yeah. like Van Gogh, for example, he does such a great job. Post impression, so it's all about fucking with form and different angles and shit. But like that doesn't mean he's not a good like realistic painter. Like, he yeah. probably is like very good at that. We but have like to you know. Lo- yeah, you learn like it was stand up. Like you learn how to do joke structure and then yeah. you fuck with it and do. Whatever. Bill Burr used to be a squeaky clean comic. Yeah, and then he and then like he kind of just turned into what he was. And you have to like know what. You have to know about the thing you're rebelling against in order to like rebel against. Yeah, that's you know? exactly. Otherwise, you're just a dickhead who just likes to wear piercings and tattoos and so <laughs> um, t-shirts. And <laughs> so there were like, there were like like I said before, there was like a number of topics. Maybe we could do it like like uh, the the blitz round of comments. Oh, we want right, to do no. something like that. Yeah, and then we'll have like like football players go like it's right. the blitz. <laughs> well, that's that's actually sure. the, that the, that was actually my first topic was was football okay. was actually so that the, on the Trivial Pursuit card, sports and, and entertainment sports is a thing, and so I didn't I don't know anything about sports myself. So I knew football was the most popular sport in the United States. I figured statistically it'd be the easiest for you guys to come up with something funny to say about okay. it. Um, hey, uh, quit raping people. How about that? They're athletes. <laughs> yeah, and not just athletes. Just other folks. Right. Look, hey, <laughs> listen, I'm going to take a hard line here. Rapers, if you're out there, <laughs> cut it out. Yeah. Right. Stop raping. Case closed. Next okay, <laughs> superhero movies. That's my thoughts on Too football. many of them. Quit quit raping. Too many superhero movies? Fuck something? yeah. I don't even like uh, superhero Batman, movies. Batman, uh... Man, I miss those Nolan movies. Let me tell you that. I yeah. heard Ben Affleck was the best Batman that they've ever had. Though. I don't know about that. He's good. He's very good. And I'm l- looking forward to the solo Batfleck movie very much. I will say I had a had a nice little zinger about Batman versus Superman. A little monologue joke type joke. What did you say? Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I'm about to. But right. <laughs> God damn it. You say your joke like a pee. Basically, it was like, there's an article. It was like, oh, uh... Captain America Civil War set to annihilate Batman versus Superman. Right. Like also uh, better than Batman versus Superman, the actual Civil War. <laughs> huh? There you huh? Go. How about that? Folks? Uh, like, uh, okay. Colin, Colin, email me. I'll, I'll start writing for you, buddy. Continents. This is the geography question. Okay. Continents. It's <laughs> <laughs> a concept. Thank you. Uh, sure, I went with the largest scale that sure. I. Sure. Like Pangea. Sure, that's a continent. Yeah. yeah. As a concept. Oh shit, that's a continent. Yeah, that's a good one. Hey, yeah, and you got to start with Australia, Australia topic. and risk. No one gives Antarctica any more credit. Than I think that it should. Dude, what's going on now? What's going credit? on down there? What? what, what I don't even, nobody it? knows what's going on down there. I know right? it's fucked it, up. It's like the it's like the, the the vagina of the earth. No one knows what's going on <laughs> no down there. All everyone's like earth hey. pussy. Earth pussy. Antarctica. Earth pussy. You mean that earth pussy? I forgot there's a child. It's okay. It's about earth. He's heard worse. He does live here. Right around. And then Too finally, oh, reading. Yeah. Reading? Oh, I actually started reading. <laughs> you started reading Sorry, again? What? Yeah, like I didn't read for a while. I was like, God damn it, I'm getting fucking dumb. So I was like, I'm like, Dude, I haven't read for a long time. I'm getting fucking I mean, dumb. I used to read Calvin and Hobbes. It's like fat. I better start reading. I wish more people <laughs> thought that way. Yeah. Like, that was like, I, like, I got a full ride to college. I had a 4.1 GPA in high school, like four point in college. And then I just like quit. And I hadn't read a book in two years. I'm like, man, I... Don't really know how Dude, to the same word anymore. <laughs> like I need to. So I've been reading like a bunch of books, is like Kurt Vonnegut. Um, Vonnegut's great. Slaughterhouse Five literature. is an amazing book. Yeah, I'm, I like, I'm from that. Indiana. I like The Far Side. And that's a good. Yeah, I'm a big. I'm a big like those. You should kind of. read books because, like, I think as soon as you stop 
like learning stuff or like taking information, like you can just become like a dum dum. Using sure. your imagination. Yeah, well, it's like I don't like I'm not a smart fella. So like whenever, like I just need to keep learning stuff to keep my brain going, and that helps creatively. Like, if you do any like art jokes or whatever, like yeah, yeah you need to like with stand up, like people. I don't know if you guys have asked people like I don't even watch professional comics. I don't want to steal any jokes. I hate that. I'm like that's the fucking that's dumbest the thing I've ever yeah. heard. First of all, that means you're just watching open micers all the time, which means you're just gonna pick up their bad habits. Yeah, and you know sure. what? And like uh, you should watch as much comedy as you can. Completely yeah. agree. So you can get as many influences as you can, so yep. you're not like just ripping off whatever. Mm -hmm. And you also like should know like what kind of jokes are out there. Like okay, so a lot of people talk about this thing, so maybe I don't talk about it. Or if I do, yeah, don't absolutely. go that way. But you want to yeah. know what people's takes are on things. So one. Sometimes I've had a thing where it's like, oh, I've written a bit about a subject, and then I see someone on TV has a very similar bit. That does two things. One, it makes me realize I probably shouldn't do that bit. But two, I feel good because I wrote the same like joke. Yeah, someone is someone, someone like, oh, I'm heading, I'm creating the correct thought process. Someone who's getting paid for doing this is like has a similar thing that I thought of, so that means that maybe you know. Yeah, like also when inevitably I was for Segura, like he. I was writing this joke about how, like, I feel like a piece of shit whenever I talk to people about the weather. Like, I've just become, like, a boring adult. Mm. And he just has this killer fucking seven-minute bit about it. Yeah. Like, well, that joke is done for me. I guess yeah, I don't yeah. need to work on it because he just but also, did everything. I it opens you up to write newer stuff, too. Yeah, and like, like and you can take different perspectives on certain topics. Like, it lets you go to different places. And, like, you yeah, like, digging. It's, well, it's like, did fucking Talking Heads never listen to any other music? No, right, they, no, they listen to a shitload of music, no. and that's how they figured out, like, A, I don't, either I don't want to do this, or I do want to do something like this. Like, yeah. it helps you identify what you do and do not want to do. Well, how can you, how can you respond to the, to the current generation and yeah. be innovative if you don't know what the current generation is? Exactly. exactly. Art does not exist in a vacuum. No. I mean, inevitably, you're going to be an amalgamation Dirt of your influences. in a vacuum. Uh -huh. An amalgamation of your influences. <laughs> Make sure <laughs> the slow, the slow head like taking the air out of the room. Make sure <laughs> hole in the side of a balloon. I just want to. <laughs> I just want to say this cool thing. So <laughs> I was like, at this really smart point, it was like, inevitably, you're going to be an amalgamation of your influences. Make sure those influences are good. And you're just like dirt, dirt, dirt. Damn it. Yeah, like everybody should watch as much Mark Norman and Bill Burr and Jealous as they can. Yes. Because yes. those dudes, like Bill Burr is like Norman. so, so loose. Like his structure, like he does have joke structure. Like yeah. it's, if, if you lead it, if you look at the word, like written down the words, like it is structured, but he gets so free and loose for like Jealous and Mark Norman, they're very structured. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, well maybe yeah. we can combine both Listen to a lot of different things. Yeah, listen to uh, as much as you want, as you should. Yeah, like, yeah people. Yeah, like you should listen to absolutely everything. It's like a hip hop thing. Like one of the reasons why I'm listening to so much hip hop right now is like I can't afford to miss an entire genre of music. Oh yeah, mm -hmm. you know what I mean. So it's like yeah, just listen to as Christian much as rock. you can. Yeah. No, I'm, I've had my time with can't that. Afford to, <laughs> can afford to miss. Christian I saw rock. Skillet. That was tight. <laughs> I was like 14. I saw like, Skillet yeah, too. No it was way. like in a church and I was washing <laughs> in a pew. It was hilarious. It Look at a hot lunch date. So uh, up. so this has been the 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 show. We will the, title forthcoming. Title forthcoming. Yeah. Uh, my name is Austin. I'm uh, I'm Nate. I'm still Dan. Dan, thank Dan you for Sabri. having. Thank you for coming on the show. We yeah, really Sabri. appreciate oh, the first guest. Little handshake, uh, little yeah. handshake so real, there. Real quick, Austin, uh, you can find Austin doing a uh, comedy in Indianapolis. Yes, all the you time. can. You're, uh, you have anything coming up or uh, your social media handles? Social media. And stuff? You can uh, you can email me at austinfryhatemail <laughs> at gmail.com. <laughs> A u s t i n f r y hate mail. Okay. And, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, that's that's really it. All right. Well, and I, I got a couple of shows coming up. You can uh, email me and ask me where, and I'll tell you where, and then we can hang out. Well, that was that's helpful yeah, to the people. You're welcome. Who aren't listening that's to this? Cool. No. Uh, my I'm Twitter and out. Instagram are Groptimus Prime. G R O P P, Timus Prime. Uh, I I will be featuring at the Laughing Derby in Louisville, June second through the fourth, with Dan Seabree is hosting. And Joe List is headlining, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a hot oh man, you guys hot Fantastic. couple nights there, killing just it. The sexy, yeah. Just uh, Dan is a comic in Dayton. He is always doing stuff. Yeah, at Wiley's and Wiley's Comedy Joint, the Dayton Funny Bone, all the things. Uh, <laughs> super right. dope. You run super yeah, dope. Super that's, dope comedy shows like had some big names out there. Yeah, we've had Sean Patton, uh, Ryan Singer. Ooh. We're having Jeff Tate. Jeff Tate, the Dave Tate Wait, Oh man, yeah. Stelling, like just. Can't that wait shit's for on Facebook date. and stuff. Just fucking come to come to the show. It's a great. We just had an album recording that we're releasing next week. So 
just it's a really cool thing. So come. It's super dope. It really is. It's like, like I hate saying this, but like goddamn, it's like the best show I've ever done. Like it's still, it's like just the <laughs> no, most. I can be happy with it, man. It's awesome. Yeah, like it's though. like yeah. my pride and joy. Like it's like my little baby. I love it so much. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you, Dan, again, the distinction of being our first guest on oh, this no first yeah. podcast. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Round of applause and for Dan. Finally, yes. of course, Micah yeah. Faulkner, the guy uh, behind the microphone. Yeah, you can find him at the tattoo parlor. Is that right? It's called the Ouch Gallery. The, so, all right. All hey, right, uh, well, hey everybody, how about you stay groovy and uh, don't, uh, don't you know, don't be a dick. Yeah, don't. Or if you want to be a dick, you know, you can do that. Yeah, I'm just a reminder, quit raping, rapers. Yeah. Patrick Kane, look at you, buddy. Yeah, be nice. All right, play nice. Take, take us out.